Andrew Rice. I'm Luke Summerhays. And I'm James J. Miles. You're listening to Monster Mash. And on this week's episode, we are hunting Kushara Daora. The monster mash. The monster mash. It was a graveyard smash. They played the mash. It got on in a flash. They played the mash. They played the. It's difficult to even get close to one of these metallic elder dragons, but some claim better rods if the creature is weakened with poison or has its horn broken, limiting the amount of wind pressure it can muster. Dashing across a snowy plain, monsters nipping at the heel. Out of breath, limbs in pain, doomed to end as meal. One last stand, a final try, to die a hero's death. Then help arise from the sky, like a divine breath. Is that it? Is that the description? Apparently so. I remember we we recorded a podcast about this monster back when it was in Generations. It has back, almost exactly the same description in Generations. Back then, we were complaining about how the old pod, the old descriptions had lots of flavor text, and that's going away. And like, they've finally chopped off the last bit of pretending this monster is mysterious. <laughs> no, they literally have exactly the same description in this as they do in um, Generations, apparently. That's oh, I weird, thought there was a line in the Generations one saying oh, no. it's rarely seen or something. Um, I mean, you, you, you're probably correct. You're looking at the page, I'm not. <laughs> yeah, no, there's definitely a, there's something different there. Oh, the word elder, that's the difference. They've oh, added great. in the word elder. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. So, that description... I would say, saying it used to, I mean, it's difficult to get close to, was very true. Very, very true in Monster Hunter World. Um, and we've not spoken about Kushala in World, really, have we, on the podcast? Uh, it probably got a brief mention when we did that Returning Monsters episode for World. Yeah, yeah. Um, whereas, they kind of reworked the fight, it feels, in... Um, in, in Rise. Now, I haven't, granted, I haven't fought old Kushala in quite some time, and my only memory of it prior to Rise was the world rendition. So I don't know whether I've just returned to its roots, but it um, did feel like a dramatically reworked fight. Of the monsters which I fought in all three games, it's the one that feels the most different between the three. Mm-hmm. Like a Kushala fight in World is very different to a Kushala fight in Rise, which is very different to a Kushala fight in Generations. And I think they've, I think they've nailed it in Rise. To be honest, like I really quite enjoy fighting Kashal in this. It's I don't a hate it anymore, so that's a, a big improvement. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think I, you're probably right, Jay. It's just that I've got so many memories of not liking fighting Kush that, like, <laughs> yeah, my brain's not willing to accept that it's now fun. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I like think... all of its wind stuff, it does what it's meant to do. But it, you can dodge it. It is. It's functional. It's not just like in the older games. It just felt like any time you were getting close to it, you were knocked away. 
And then in Worlds, it was... would put up these big wind walls that's just like, yeah, you're not allowed yeah. in the area for the moment. Someone else has got to fight yep. on their own. Tough titties. Yep. Just turned it, turned it up to 11 in a lot of ways and, yeah, made our... If it spent so much, so much time flying about as well to so it can, like, fly through the wind tunnels and try and ambush you back in World. Yeah. Um, it just felt like such a long, drawn-out, unsatisfying fight. Whereas it's still got the, like the, the the damage potential of an Elder Dragon. Like it can absolutely fuck you up. Not both of um, you uh, just now. Yeah, that's it. They're absolutely right. Um, with what I believe to be a new move, it will come to that in a minute. Um, but yeah, like it, it's still got all of those elements, but it doesn't have that annoyance factor. Um, but it still absolutely retains the whole wind aspect, which is its thing at its core. Yeah, I mean, this is the the wind thing always just felt irritating before. Whereas now that they've realised it a lot better, it's quite a cool system. Like tornado spinning around it. And there's the one where it sort of pulls you towards it and you can wire bug out and then it'll get you if you don't. Stuff like that. It's That's just, right, yeah. It's implemented in genuinely fun and interesting ways now, which I don't think it ever was before. Yeah, the only point, I, 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 you know, the wind will actually... Like cause you movement problems is that super attack where you kind of see it's generating a massive um, kind of maelstrom around itself and like you said you've got that period of time to run it well you can try and run away but obviously you'll wire bug away is the, the correct thing to do um, so yeah they, they've absolutely nailed it in that regard and because of the, the, the how dramatic and visually impressive it all still is as I said, I think it's just a really, really good Elder Dragon fight now as a core. Yeah, because, yeah, so in um, in For You, I remember I didn't play it that much. Then in Generations, I remember fighting it with you guys. And then to make the Valfalk armor for Double Cross, I needed some Kush gloves. But I was trying to finish that armor while I was, like, on a farm in Gifu and didn't have internet. So I was trying to solo the G rank Kushala Diora for ages. <laughs> that was that's, not fun. Fight anyone should have. <laughs> um, and then in World, I remember like fighting it with you guys, trying to help my friend Matty fight it, and it just I constantly felt like I was just not being allowed to actually fight it. Yeah, um, which is kind of the case in Generations as well. I remember I'd, I'd gotten good enough at it that I could I could avoid its attacks and damage it, but it flew away so much and it blew me off the mountain so much. So my main issue with Kushada Aura fights was always just that, like, it doesn't let me fucking fight it. And then Rise, finally, it's like, it will actually stand and fight me. It doesn't fly around so much. The way the maps are made, it can't really, like, separate itself from you in the same way. Yeah. And then obviously the wire bugs as well just let you jump over a lot of its wind stuff if it, it does put up any kind of barrier. So yeah, now is my first time actually being able to just, like, get up in its grill and have a real fight. And I, I pre- actually appreciate the monster now. And I think as well, kind of leading into that too, the poison kind of counter to the monster, that felt essential in the pre-world Kajala fights to kind of negate its wind pressure that's right. always around it. It felt ineffective in world because it would still flap about and it would still do all this bullshit that made the fight a real pain. And in this, I didn't notice it I, being I mean, I, I would different. say that the... Um... The, the, the main thing was that you had to have it as a sort of basic to to get 
the wind pressure gone long enough to actually attack it in world whereas yeah I, I didn't really notice much of an impact of the poison in this one at all like it just sort of i think there yeah. was a spell where we had it poisoned and we were like managing to hit it a lot more and knock it down it's just that i it, noticed yeah that was, that was contrasted with it being a bit more difficult rather than contrasting it with we couldn't fight it at all yeah yeah, yeah. maybe it stops it from pulling off its nastier attacks like the big yeah. hurricanes or the the big massive kind of tempest around itself um but yeah it's, it's not like an integral part of the fight that you have to have a poison weapon otherwise you're gonna have a bad time yeah. but the the reason it is weak to poison is because it was created to have a like rock scissors paper thing with Camellios and Teostra, like each one of them's armor helps you be more effective against one of the others. Yeah, and right. um, I think maybe Generations Ultimate or Double Cross, they did, uh, they did finally let you fight all three. But I feel like this is the first time where the three of them have been in one game properly. So I guess you could actually do that whole thing in this game, like create, be like, oh, I'm struggling with Kush, I'll go and create a Camellios set. I'm struggling with Camellios, I'll go and make a Teostra set. Do it that way. Whereas I don't think we ever really got that experience because in Generations and Generations Ultimate, you have so many monsters and so much gear that like you're spoiled for choice for any element in that game. Couldn't do that at launch though, because Camellios was uh Oh that's true, it was very, very like shortly post launch though, right? It, yeah, it was the it was the first one that was added, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah I'd forgotten that. Yeah, well, they still haven't added most of the fucking game, have they? Lazy. Um, I'm sure somebody will correct me if I'm wrong on this here, but I think it has a new move where it seems to, like, it does kind of two big slams and it does drag an element if it hits you with those slams. I genuinely... What's that? What's that all about? What's what's that, sorry? It sounds like you haven't checked up on it. Where's your research? Come on. I'm not the research guy. It's <laughs> not like not I'm the one research guy. <laughs> you can all do yeah. research. I'm just the only one who ever fucking no. does. Okay, come on, come on. Like, let's not say we can all do research. There's four members of this podcast who can do research. <laughs> and and one of them's Andrew Rice. <laughs> the only other person um, who ever does do research is, like, Jas. And sometimes Muscle, like, makes some notes so he at least has something to contribute. Contribute plenty, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> um, the uh, yeah, so the, this this move, which may or may not be new, um, yeah, I, I genuinely don't remember Kushala doing a dragon element before in the past games. Like it's had ice by virtue of whipping up like ice in the ice areas you fight it in with its wind attacks, um, which is why part of me got confused thinking it might be ice element, but. Yeah, I don't remember ever having a pure dragon element attack prior to Rise. I don't know if you guys remember it all. Or... Yeah, I um, when you pointed it out in this hunt, I was like, oh yeah, it gains several new attacks. It gains a combo where it does a Volcana-style wind breath while on the ground. It will then shoot a wind blast at the hunter's hit and launched upwards by this breath attack. Uh, several of its world attacks have been altered. No, maybe it's new from World rather than being new from this. But... Yeah, World definitely has it. I can see plenty of talk about um, it causing Dragon Blight in World. Fair enough. 
I, again, did not want to fight Kushal that often in World, so that's yeah. maybe why I thought it was new for this game. Um, so, and yeah, again, like we were talking about earlier, you just spend more time actually at close range fighting it in this game. So you're probably going to see those yes. moves more. Yes, you're more likely to get hit by a big slam attack. As a result, you're absolutely spot on. Well, apparently did it in Generations Ultimate as well, but only with like one or two quite specific attacks that you might not have done. There you go. Do you That's remember, your research for the day. Do you even remember fighting him in double cross? So there we go. Well, the main thing I remember, especially from fighting him back in the double cross days, is just that he was a pain in the ass to fight. But man, Kishala Doro's got banging music. Yes, the I'm, I have the the game on mute when I'm doing the the hunt recording, which is a real shame. And uh, missing out on that kind of we've described it as Bond esque before on the first episode um yeah. it's, 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 it's just it's just unlike most music in monster hunter it's just really melodic yes like it's a song that you can 100 percent whistle whereas most monster hunter music is like great and atmospheric and gets you pumped but mm. i couldn't like whistle you a lot of my other favorite monsters music or this one has a real melody running through it yeah it doesn't have the same sort of like most monster tracks i can think i've got like a a definite beat to get you pumped up into yeah. the fight, but, but yeah, like you said, this is more of a me- like a melody behind it, the kind of strings and very haunting strings in a lot of ways as well. So yeah, big fan, big fan. Makes it feel very distinct. And I suppose originally when it was the big bad, the big final boss of the game, and this meant to be this big mysterious, what the hell is this monster? Um, added to that that tone as well. Yeah, well, yeah, because this was the flagship monster of Monster Hunter Dose, Monster Two, and like one of the earliest Elder Dragons. I think before this, you'd only had Fatalis, and then Dos oh, introduced. Oh, Long, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then this Dos added Kishara the Aura along with um, the two we talked about earlier, Camellios and Tiastra, mm-hmm. and presumably Lulastra as well. But I think it was online only. Correct. Yeah, good tune. You say you're a big fan, but in a certain point of view, the Kushala Leora is a big fan as well. Da, 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 da. Oh, I was just going to not react to that. That was disgraceful behaviour. Stole it from you, mate, so fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Our original Kushala Leora episode. <laughs> what? You, you're, you're the one who said it's a fan. Because it's metal and it <laughs> That sounds very unlike me. I'm not happy about that. I can only apologise for my past misdeeds. Basically, we were having the conversation. I was like, so I get the idea of a metal monster, right? It's got metal skin, it sheds its skin, rusted. That's a cool idea for a dragon. And I get the idea of a wind dragon. I don't understand why it's both. What's metal got to do with wind? And you're like, fans. Oh, okay, right. No, that's very different. Look, that, that is, if you ask me what the link between metal and wind is, yes, I will say fans. That's not an elongated pun. Oh, <laughs> fucking trying to do me over like that. I prefer Luke's version of doing you over. <laughs> that's much more amusing. <laughs>
yeah, like on the metal element, um, I don't think any of us has fought it as far as I know, but there is the subspecies in the rusted. The rust, I thought the rust. Have you? What's he in? Yeah. Four? Four. Yeah, for you, you're defending Dundorma from a rusted. It's like a. Oh, I don't think I ever got to that bit. It's, yes, yeah, the high story. rank, like plot. A single play high rank in it, yeah, yeah. yeah I, I never, I never, I never finished that because, uh, uh, yeah, shame. I mean, it's very much just Mordeora, from what I remember. I don't remember. It. I think it, like you bounced off it a bit more, like right. I really, I really remember about it, to be honest. Yeah, that's still. I think we spoke about this with another monster before in the past, but bouncing isn't really a thing any longer, right? It's just the grey numbers it's seem to be very like, rare. Yeah, yeah. Seem to I think be you theoretically sort of. can still bounce, but yeah, it's much. Yeah, I'm sure if you like smash with a uh, smash like a Diablos horn with a yellow sharpness, you're probably gonna bounce mm, right. But... Mm-hmm. Definitely rarer. Was it right that the rusted one, like I remember rightly, like he killed the Ace Hunter's master? He didn't or kill like him, that? but like yeah, he scarred him. So then the yeah. the Kishala, the rustic Kishala that you fight in for you has a big scar, which it got in a fight with the master of the Ace Hunter. And then the master's scarred in his eye as well. They had like a great battle once upon a time. Wonder if that happened before or after Legends of the Guild. Uh, before, because I think um, the Ace Hunter sort of mentions it. Oh, does he? I didn't pay attention. He, talk, he talks about. He makes some vague allusions to his backstory. Oh come on! Pay more attention when you watch terrible films. <laughs> it's, it's difficult. The water in that. The dialogue in that film is just like water off a duck's back. It just. It doesn't stick at all. <laughs> Just people are saying words, I guess. <laughs> yep. It's like you when you're listening to my parts on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Do you say so, Andy? Hey. <laughs> um, I don't know if past look found this out, but. Does present look know if there's anything behind the meaning of the name of Kusharu Daora? So it's one of the one, the, the Japanese name is literally Kusharu Daora. It's from that. Um, last time I was talking about how like there is a there's a jin called Kusharu, and I was wondering if that might be why it's because like you know you get wind jins right? It's a thing, and a lot of people are talking about her Rudrakash Rudraksha. There's some Hindu thing which is a type of bead which maybe the Daora gem is based on. But no, it is a difficult one to find, like, a very direct, like, oh, the name comes from this. But it seems to come from, like, some Middle Eastern mythology creatures, um, none of which very directly translate to a big steel dragon that makes wind. It's a very kind of Western dragon, right? Yeah, yeah it, it's one of the most just here-is-a-dragon-looking monsters in Monster Hunter. Apart from, like, the metallic texture it has, it could be straight out of, you're like medieval art or your lord of the rings and stuff mm. yeah and especially when you you know juxtapose it next to teostra and, and camellios which are so mm. unique um yeah it definitely feels very plain in comparison i mean it's a cool design it's a great looking dragon but it's that's oh yes yeah. yeah but now it's a good fight too yeah it only took 15 or 16 years. (laughs) (laughs) 
Karma, 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 Camellios. He comes and goes. He comes and goes. Where will he appear? Nobody knows. Andy looks around and spots some dung. He readies his sword, but gets hit by a tongue. Karma, 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 Camellios. He comes and goes. He comes and goes. So join us <laughs> next week for that one. I like it, I like it. <laughs> At least someone did. <laughs> and if you like that, dear listener, <laughs> look, where can they find us for more? They can find us on Twitter at Monster Mash Pod. We're also on Facebook, YouTube, Apple Podcasts, Spotify. I'm now being reminded that we're on Reddit at Monster Mash Pod. We made one post five years ago. <laughs> And we have two karma. <laughs> you say you're now being reminded, like you've got a voice in your ear no, going, I've, I've plug got, the Reddit, plug the Reddit. <laughs> I've got a thread open that talks about origins of monster names, and it's signed oh. in as Monster Mash Pod. Oh, wow. <laughs> it's like, oh yeah, I made a Reddit for this year. And apparently I updated the Reddit's profile picture to our current profile picture. I don't know when the fuck I did that. Did I think I was going to post again? Sign on or something, maybe? <laughs> I was going to say maybe when Rise was about to yeah, launch, you were going to post when it. Rise, that was when I changed it, so I must have thought, ooh, I'll, I'll make the Reddit again and do a post, but I didn't. And I ain't gonna. <laughs> wow. Whatever, go. like and subscribe, rate and review. Follow us if you want. Say hello. Upvote us on Reddit. Yeah. Dig up our one post we made plugging the podcast. I don't, I think re- there's actually... Five different replies <laughs> saying, yeah, the, uh, the stings are too loud compared to the dialogue. Not like you're a dead man, I changed the volume. <laughs> but it sounds pretty, pretty on point for old monster match, yeah. I'm Andrew Rice, I'm Luke Summerhays, I'm Jason Stewart. They did the match! They did the match! <laughs> <laughs> Look at the tweet at Andyman949, Jay. Um, I think they should tweet Andy a topic to research for the next episode. Could it be on anything or anything know. of the of well, thoughts that, that doesn't fit into the the episode. You doesn't matter. You're going to bring fucking... it up anyway. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> like when you were doing those catchphrases. Yep. <laughs> like you're like yeah. So the chameleon, you know, when it turns invisible, you're like speaking of invisible. Do you know that uh, cheese farming in the Middle East is... <laughs> <laughs> or whatever it is that they ask you to well, research. Yeah, I mean, obviously, they're, they're not going to ask me cheese farming in the Middle East. That's well, they're not it's now, fun. no. <laughs> worn. Worn out. Yesterday's cheese. Well, on that cheesy note, thank you for listening. Catch you next time. Cheese, yeah. Does someone have a poison weapon? We'll make our lives a bit yep. easier. Yay. I always have a poison weapon, regardless of what we're fighting. Look, it's gonna help on this hunt, and that's all it means. <laughs> have you fought it in this game, Jay? Yeah, only once, so, yeah. yeah it's a piece of piss in this one. No, there was one very recently, it's like a zero-core pancake mix or something in America.
in America. Well, obviously, I don't know about America. Is it not? Is it not Mrs. Butterworth or something you're thinking of? You might be right. Yeah. Sounds like a pancakey name. And the bottle's in the shape of a woman. A woman. <laughs> yes, Bean. <laughs> Oh, you think touching women is your ally? <laughs> You're really a doctor touching women. <laughs> you didn't touch a woman because you're already a man. <laughs> I was born getting laid. Oh, fucking <laughs> What I really enjoyed about that was that my Bane voice was fucking shy. I barely tried. <laughs> I don't know what that voice was. More like Alan Rickman. <laughs> oh, Mr. Bruce Wayne, our new celebrity. <laughs> That's Sean Connery, me. It's very easy to mix the two up. <laughs> I mixed up like four different dudes. <laughs> fucking old oh. white men, they all say the same. <laughs> I watched something recently which had the guy who played Bane in the Harley Quinn TV show and it's very confusing to me hearing a stupid Bane voice coming from not a Bane. Was it a stupid Bane voice in the Harley Quinn show as well? Oh yeah, his voice. Yeah, is oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Delib- deliberately, like, yeah. But uh, the Harley Quinn show is great. Everyone listens to it. Yeah, I love the Harley Quinn show. I've only seen the first season, but yeah, it's bad. Oh, the second one's even better, I'd say. So, is so, he, so, um... Oh, hey, Magma. What was that question, Joe? Is he Mexican being or...? No, no, he's, he's very much based on... He's drawn the... like comic book being, but yes, he's drawn like classic like... Yeah. Oh, fuck. Oh! It's not a half hunt unless Andy and Jay faint. Hmm. I did not realise that Kishar does drag element in this game. Yeah, no, that's what fucked me up as well. I think it always does, but it's, it doesn't do it very often, but we've definitely been hit by it a few times. We've been hit by, we've been struck by, dragon element. It, it, it was going well, but it, it didn't end well, did it? Was it? <laughs> I, I, I was into it, and then... Dragon element just didn't quite work for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I need another couple of guys. Yeah, it's workshop it. You can edit the final one into the uh, final cut. That sounds like a lot of work. I had this idea <laughs> yeah. for the Ragnarokadaki one that I was going to get a bunch of the J. Jonah Jameson podcast and find clips, and the joke would be that he was our guest that week. I was like, that sounds like a lot of work, actually. I'm not going to bother. That does sound like a lot of work. <laughs> Fucking hell, I can't believe you even thought about it in the first place. Well, I'm good at thinking about things. <laughs> but I'm just the ideas, man. I don't, I don't, I'm not here to do the effort. I'm hungry, I'm hungry, hungry, hungry. Oh shit, is the big, uh, is that the big like creature over there like by the ship? Like the big squid thing, is that the lights over there? Yeah, the yeah, yeah, the, uh, the fucking... Snail guy, yeah. Yeah, I'll go, I'll go see him. I don't think I've actually seen him in game. Sorry, what? Over by the ship. The coast, there's a massive fucking snail like, lights on Yeah, it. Like if you look up towards. Um, what what colour am I? 
like, I can see you. It's basically right yeah. behind where the bush is to look out to see. Yeah, there's like a big fucking snail creature. That's also based on the Yokai which I just fought in Neo last night. We'll get to that in whatever episode it'll be in. Demiglyph, I would imagine. You had that good idea in that area. I like it, um, but it's just when you get to like, like the sort of the boss, like brick walls or yep. bottlenecks, you really are banging your head up against them for a minute. Hmm. It's like a lot of the time it's much more linear and simple than like a Souls game, but then the bits where it gets hard, it's just fucking. Yeah. My, my... Uh, I was enjoying it enough when I did play it, but like, I just put it down for a while, and when I went back, I just couldn't figure it out again. So I was just like, but like, it's not good enough to warrant me relearning. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. If if it, if I had like a big break in it, I don't think I'd be able to go back. Yeah. But I'm managing to get a couple of sessions in a week. So. Same with any kind of like Souls-like games, or like if you do take a big break, that there's going to be that. Yeah, kind yeah, of but like with something like. Like, you know, Bloodborne or Dark Souls, it's worth going back and relearning. Yeah, true, I, guess. I don't know if this one is. Well, I think I got pretty far through it. But... There's also, is I seem to remember it being quite grindy as well. Like, you'd have to do the same boss a few times, or I can't. But, you know, I really fucking like that one, so. Yeah, I always heard positive enough things about two, so I should probably just try two. Fucking hell! I'm gonna die here. Oh. Ooh, cheers. Nice. Hey, he's finally on fucking blue health. Can't fucking capture him, though, can we? No. Yeah, have a bit of that in your face. Metal bastard. Not made of metal, is it? Not metal skin. No, he's in the mosh pit all the time. <laughs> Sorry, is it news to you that the Kushala is metal? That's its main thing. <laughs> is it? I don't know. That's why there's a rusted one. I just assumed because it's rusty colour. We've done a podcast on this before. <laughs> You're asking a lot of Andy to remember that fart that long ago. No, but just like. You know. Ah, it's just a big dragon, isn't it? What did it do? Did it like just lay down a big molten pool or something? I don't know, it's got too much iron in its diet, or whatever, I don't know. I mean, if having too much iron in your diet made you made of metal, I'd definitely try it out a bit. Oh, it's going to go to sleep, hopefully. Why don't you give it a go? No, it's not. Because I don't fish. think that's what happens. Maybe no one's ever eaten it. enough iron. Maybe that's what <laughs> Iron Man done. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> that. Oh, well, that's an actual chat about the monster for the fucking podcast. <laughs> 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 
use that instead of the 20 minutes on which version of Arkham Origins we all played. <laughs> I prefer that bit. <laughs> <laughs> Just also, there's no, no Xbox players here. What's that all about? <laughs> <laughs>